Welcome to Friendly Jordy's podcast. I hope everyone's doing well. Me too. If you feel that Jordan's in a bad mood, it's because his, imagination. of his epic Richard Dawkins story. If you want to know about his huge, massive bo- success, bombing experience, you have to become Thanks, a patron. Yep. And watch the pre-show. Trust me, failure. it is the best thing in the world. Listen, but let's jo- join up to Patreon. It's worth every penny just for that. Yeah, it's definitely is. I would, I'd pay for it. Watch. Well, we said we'd go to the show if we'd known, but anyway. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's start Mwah. with the Mwah. pod. So don't cry for me, Argentina. Let, let, look, let's we move on from that. Otherwise, we'll continue <laughs> to talk about this for the entire show. We don't. So let's. Okay, let's we'll try not to. We'll yep. restart on the update. Yeah. Um. First segment. Jordan, there's a lot of debate currently Sorry. about the RBA uh, chair. Uh, Philip Lowy. I think Rob Lowe is his name. <laughs> Rob Lowe. Uh, he, he's being criticized from the pollies, yeah. the media, every, his everywhere. His son, Lowy, from Lowy's Hot 30 Countdown. <laughs> because he keeps raising, raising interest rates. I have a very strong opinion on Interesting. This. Yeah, there we yes, that's and the one. Let me tell you Is it? No. Let me tell you that it is not going to side with the Labour government, unfortunately. Well, how can you side? It's he's independent. He is, he is. But what I'm saying is like they're both idiots, but I think the politicians are slightly bigger idiots than the RBA governor at the moment. Well, I'm very interested in hearing this well, opinion so on very nuanced opinion on the Reserve Bank of Australia. It, it is going to be. <laughs> Thank you to all the new international listeners that have tuned in because it, it of is the going rousing to success be. of the recent video on the main channel. <laughs> Strap yourselves in. This is mostly what we discuss here. Please so sign not, up. Not to even the Australian politics. The Australian Reserve. <laughs> Please Bank. sign up to the Patreon for more content. More in-depth content on the Australian Reserve Bank. Particularly, have we still got that bag of gold or silver? <laughs> do actually. Bust it out. Yeah, well, in trying times like this, you're all laughing oh, about it. But let's take... Haven't I suffered enough, this podcast? Stop, it, stop it. Enough. enough, <laughs> yeah, enough no, I'm not stopping it. Enough this of is, Jordan No, 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 no. This is... <laughs> the man suffered already. I'll eat with your... Alibaba uh, gold. The original Bitcoin. <laughs> no, the uh, original Dawkins. The original Dogecoin, dude. It's not gold. <laughs> Enough. Anyways, no more payouts. Damn you, Kramer. <laughs> Kramer the CNBC guy, not the beloved sitcom character. I need to transition into a really heady topic, but it's important for everyone to know this. And you American listeners particularly. Yeah, Actually, you, it applies to them too, because to their Fed is doing pretty much the similar stuff. True. So listen, Fair. listen. First of all, the reason why the interest rates keep going high, the rents keep going high, property prices go down, is because they want to curb inflation. I know it's a redundant and obvious thing. However, it's, let me just there, start off conspiracy with conspiracy that. But yes, what causes inflation? You, well, bring it up. Bring it up. But like, what causes inflation? So inflation is when you've got greater demand than supply. <laughs> so the prices of everything keeps going up. So if if there's a house that's worth two hundred thousand dollars and there's five people that are willing to pay $250,000 for it, the house will no longer be $200,000. It'll keep growing. And that's your average influ- in inflation. So now the, the, the politicians are essentially saying that we've done all the hard work. People are suffering, which they genuinely are. We know about this. People are suffering. It's now time to start bringing interest rates uh, down again. 
And the uh, now, yeah, now that's insane. Low, that's so stupid. Low is saying that we might get into a situation where the intra, the infl the inflation rate does not go down, and then we uh, by our lowering the interest rates, we flood the market with more demand because people will have more expendable income which is going to spiral inflation so we might not be able to control it. Yeah. And if we at that later stage when we're in that He's spiral right. it's going to be really difficult. Yeah. Which I think he is right. Yeah. However, what both of these so why the question is why are we hearing so many people unable to make their rents or unable to make their mortgage payments and yet inflation numbers go down marginally. Mm. It's because the the distribution of wealth is super unequal. Mm. So what happens is that you raise the interest rates by a certain level, the people that get affected are renters, the, the most vulnerable, and recent property owners or people that don't have a lot of income but have bought property. Right, yeah. Right? Yep. So they don't have enough income. Mm. Their disposable income is going down, but mm. that's not reflecting in inflation numbers, which tells you that they're not even the big players. Mm. The big players mm. are mm. people that have 10 houses mm. and they still have disposable income. So they still yes, have they demand. Do. So because they're getting a lot in rent. Exactly, right? So that doesn't even affect them as much because they get enough in rent. And even if it's their own houses, even if they're like building properties or, or they're building like new suburbs where there's no rents as yet, it's still, they are betting on Australian economy. They're saying that this is a very temporary phase where eventually interest rates are going to go down, just like the politicians are already asking. And the property prices will go up and we'll make a killing. We've got enough income to withstand this initial little uh, time period. Can I make a point on this? Mm -hmm. And this you may meme, not. Come on. All right, just one. And this meme says it all. I'll show it to you. But think. Of, did you ever think about this, Ali? All income is disposable income if you're fun and irresponsible. Well, that's part of the problem. Actually. So it is the poor person's problem. It is the then. poor person's problem. See, you're trying to hide this because you're just trying to curtail the to man, the audience. The man. the man known for giving extremely unpopular opinions. We're on a pod. You should have, like, we would have put it on the thing. Anyways. American so influence. Uh, just if you are American and you came in, that is very normal, that interaction there. <laughs> just, just know that that happens a lot. USA, are you okay? Welcome. <laughs> and anyway, go on. That was so, my point. So, so, go on. So, what I'm saying is... If you bring down interest rates now, low is right. You're not going to be able to curb inflation. In, it's going to get worse. And, and those it's people dangerously now, high at the moment. It's it, Well, we're at about 6 to 7%, which is That's pretty huge. high. So a certain amount of inflation is normal. So Yeah, but not 7%. That's, yeah, yeah. that's way above. It should be like 2 or 3% so max. Essentially, it's 2 to 3%. It's 2 to 3% because your GDP increases about 2 to 3%. Yeah. Let's say your, your GDP is consistent, right? So your demand and supply are equal. If you increase every year by 2 to 3%, obviously your supply will need to increase by 2 to 3%. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's what causes a normal level of inflation. Mm. We're sitting at uh, 6 7% uh, at the moment, right? And we don't know how it's going to get down because just fixing the monetary policy or the interest rates is not having that kind of an impact. But as the chairman of the Reserve Bank, that is the only tool that is available First to you. Let's <laughs> admit what a loser job that man it's has. such a loser Every job. Every month he has to come and he needs to make just one decision. I thought you were referring to me. 0.25 up or 0.25 down or consistent. Give me $600,000 for it. Yeah. Where do I apply? Two buttons. Two buttons. Two Which buttons. one do I push? Two buttons. But, but here's the other thing. And this is the, the political... There's two reasons. The question is, 
why are so many people hurting and somehow the solution is to make them hurt more and it's still not having enough impact because we're not looking at two elephants in the room and both of them are political kryptonite both of them have demolished governments number one is a literal elephant yep negative gearing Negative gearing is causing all of this mess. Yeah, but uh, that's what keeps ten properties or fifteen properties. Yes, but I'll, that is not Labor's fault. No, I'm not saying it's Labor's fault, but I'm saying like Labor wanted to do it with Bill Shorten, but they couldn't, so yes. now they can't do it. Yes. So I'm saying like I'm I'm not talking about like what's politically possible, but I'm saying where the problem lies. Mm. The perpetual demand is coming from a certain group of people that are making a killing. Right, because everything is stacked in their favor. Mm. So they'll have disposable income. And mm. when they have disposable income, they'll keep buying properties. Mm. And if they keep buying properties, mm. the interest rate will have to keep going up. Mm. And that's going to hurt people, the average person. Yes. And even though if even if the average person is higher in numbers, in terms of investments, they're insignificant. So they're Absolutely. having no yes. impact whatsoever. Yes. So that's the one issue that you've got negative gearing. And capital but, gains, but yes. And capital gains which comes with it. The other impact is uh, the other elephant, which is that we're getting this high demand because certain sections relating to mining are making a killing mm. and energy producers, energy suppliers are making a killing in Australia because of the Ukraine war, their profits have quadrupled and it's not just them. It's people that work for them. They get higher bonuses and they'll buy properties. Mm. So a certain, a subsect of the Australian economy is doing really well which is disproportionately driving up the demand, mm. right? And obviously then you've got the property. So everything is stacked Which is what Keating you. spent 10 years trying to fix. And then progressively over the last 30 years, the Liberals have stacked it back in the favor of the mining industry. But you know, there's no good solutions because even if you try to do this, in the short term, it's going to be much worse for the average Joe. So if you talk about rental price increases, imagine if they got rid of negative gearing, your rent is going to increase way more. Because the really? investor is going to try to put that uh, money over you. So when they have to pay more. a lot more money in taxes, they're going to pass that on to the average Joe who's renting properties. And that's going to have a horrible impact. However, in the long term, what's going to happen is that you'll have a more sustainable growth in the economy where property doesn't hold every other aspect of the economy hostage. But it'll take a lot of pain and it'll take time. So what's essentially going to happen, everything is going to go up. Jesus. Your rent's going to go up. It's already gone However, up. property prices are <laughs> going to go down. And if and the other aspect of this, which we don't, we even if we do all of this, there's yes. one wild card entry to which might keep the demand up, which is you do Bomb all of this. the Reserve you, Bank. Every, everyone suffers. <laughs> you didn't think of that. The, can't explain that. The record number of immigration <laughs> is going to keep the demand high. Oh, big Australia. No, so Again. now he finally comes around. No, no, no. Finally. <laughs> that, no, thank you. That's all the time we have for this segment. Arlie finally admits Cut Big Australia's not a good idea. I'm well, we covered some that. ground today. I'm saying no, that he's saying it is a good temporarily idea. while we go, and it's going to trigger a full-on recession if we do that. If we What's do what? needed if we do what? If to we, fix this if issue? We, if we do what? If we cut immigration? If we get rid of negative gearing and oh. we actually try to reform the property sector, it's going to lead to a recession and it's going to be tough. For everyone. And during that recession, we would have to make things even more difficult, which is going to face a lot of... Uh, so we're getting people, we're asking people to immigrate to Australia because we have a serious skill shortage. We can make a lot more money. We don't have the tools. 
However, in this scenario, when we're going through a recession, when we need them the most to make us money, we're going to have to tell them, no, you can't come. Triggering a further recession. Because if you come, you make money, you start buying houses, and then the demand goes up, and all of this was for nothing. No, but see, this is the pit that you're missing out on, Ali. And this is what they uh, have deliberately tried to hide from us. But actually, recently I was talking to a town planner friend of mine. There's two parts to this. He was saying that he was at this general meeting where they had all the councillors, all the mayors, all the town planners, all the general managers in a room with the new state government. And they were talking about, you know, obviously, because this is the mantra over the last 10 years that the Liberals have always been saying, the reason that housing is expensive is because there's not enough supply. So we need to keep building houses. And so every council now has a mandate of, I can't remember what the number was, let's just say 10,000 new homes every year in your council. You're in charge of that. You need to zone accordingly for it. And then as a lowly town planner, my friend gets up and says, the only people that can produce 10,000 new homes every year in all of these. Doors plus. Doors plus. <laughs> well, the big four, obviously. Doors plus. Retrovision. Uh, Howard's tiles. Retrovision. <laughs> Re well, retrovision isn't in the building, so that's a, bit, that's a bit silly. But, yeah, like Harvey Norman, I think they have some building investments. Th those guys. And then you've got your Meritans, your Multiplex. Uh, and uh, like some other massive developers whose names escape me at the moment, they're the ones that are going to be able to do it. So really what you're saying is that you have to just approve whatever these huge apartment complex guys throw in front of you. And what's that going to do? That's going to create a monopoly on housing. And then they're going to be able to control how many houses are on the market. Like I'm always saying on the main channel on Friendly Geordies, like diamonds. You have to think of it like that. Mm. It's just like, mm. yes, mm. The, the supply artificial, is artificial. not the problem. That we, uh, we have way too many houses. It's just that they are in the control of four big, massive companies that are foreignly owned. And then recently, uh, I was with a developer that was saying to me, and I like this developer, by the way. They're actually a good one. It's like, it's like with town planners and councils and stuff, there's only so much they can do in their job. Yes. But yeah. he's doing the good stuff. And he was just pointing out to me, and he just got, gets out a map, and he says, this suburb here is owned by Meriton. This suburb's owned by Multiplex. This suburb's owned by Lendlease. And they have all of it. And then you look at it, and it's just like, yep, you're right. That, that like, you know, Meriton owns that, that, that suburb. And then he said... They deliberately talk to each other and keep about 50% of the houses vacant. And they do that because that just ramps up costs of houses to buy. And then that ramps up rent. Unigo and then they right. just sprinkle out housing accordingly to maximize their profits together. It is the biggest, saddest scam. It, it's, it's that is happening there. And then in farms, the same thing's happening. There's a few massive companies like Monsanto and stuff that essentially like the man on the bush in Australia is is more or less just a myth at this point. It's robots on the bush. They're just controlled by massive companies. Yes. So they own that and it's all foreignly owned. We are talking about an economic transformation that happened over the last 10 years over the Liberals that was Keating-esque but in the complete opposite way. It is all just controlled by these few monopolies now. That's why housing's going up. Now, the thing that Philip Lowe should get blamed for that he doesn't, he shouldn't be getting blamed for increasing interest rates. He should absolutely be doing that now. What he should be getting blamed for is during COVID, they use that as an excuse that, oh, we need to just create 
8% more money. And that 8% we're just going to give out to banks and they're just going to get really cheap interest and then that's just going to ramp up prices because they're just going to give that out to home loans and say, yeah, yeah, you can get that. That's fine. You know, you only have a 2% interest rate. Why not? And so that was that massive 30% increase in housing that we saw. That's where all of that money went. It was because of that cheap credit that the banks were given that run, ramped up that price. So you've got those two competing things that are happening. Now that Philip Lowe is in this position, that's all he can do. But like when he did that was truly evil and diabolical. Michael West was pointing it out at the time that this is what's going to happen. And here we are now. And as Ali's saying, there's nothing you can do about yeah. it at this point. The, the, the housing economy is too captured. This yeah. is this is why like and you're you're gonna call me like people call, would call you a communist for this reason, but this is why the demand and supply model is not working because the assumption is that there's a finite amount of demand and there'll be a finite amount of supply and we can somewhere meet in the middle. The problem is we have infinite demand because the demand just multiplies itself. The one house you get, two houses you get, mm. you make more money. Yeah. So if there sure, was a house, a is there a cap? If there's a no, no, there's no cap. There's if no there's cap. A, if there was a house, sorry, if there's uh. a town, that's why people are always saying that they expect there to be some correction in the market. Not really. Like uh. even if you're talking about there being a correction of a twenty percent drop, housing still went up thirty percent in one of the most expensive housing markets on earth. It's there's no. Fuck. bubble burst of it like going it's just artificially kept up and will be like that forever i think Shit. Dude, ideally what they need to do is tax property finally yes and once you tax a vacancy property, tax a vacancy a vac tax would fix yes. it vacancy tax but also just get rid of negative gearing yeah but this now is this is the problem a huge incentive for people to keep buying multiplying their properties yes but now everybody's just going to be like it's like you had your chance you had your chance in 2019 bill shorten went to the election with that. And then as usual, the press just sat there and about how it's not going far enough. Didn't say anything about the Liberals keeping negative gearing and capital gains. And you had the Greens saying exactly the same thing because that's all they do. They just focus in on one thing that Labor does and then they just say it's not far enough ever. But as you said, if you corrected that at that point, that would have been a huge uh, uh, problem solver now. But now that they've gone to that election and then that's fresh in everyone's memory, this is what happens in elections. You go to elections and you lose the mandate and then you, you've realised you cannot win that argument. You can't convince it. And now what do you see the press doing? They're all hitting Philip Lowe for increasing interest rates. Why are they hitting Philip Lowe because for that? Because their mortgages are going because up. Because their mortgages yeah. are going up. That's why they care uh, about it. That's cool. the only reason they're saying get rid of Philip Lowe. Because it's kind of a t affecting the middle class as well now. But here's another opinion. We live in this like economic dogma where we think things can happen only one time. If there's a recession, obviously the monetary policy has to deal with it. What essentially the monetary policy is, it's your housing market. It, that's what it is. Why do we have to curb inflation just by affecting housing prices? Why don't we do it? Because it, it disproportionately affects poor. We know that. Yeah. So why don't we try to curb inflation by raising income tax of the that are doing this, right? So really rich people and poor people get exemption. You make money because that's going to hurt them. Once that happens, then they're not going to be able to buy 15 houses. They might have to buy 14, God forbid. <laughs> and once that happens, hold the horse. Government, government gets money. Society. Government that's gets more tax money. This solves some yeah. of your deficit issues. Yes, yes. You spend that money, you can, okay, maybe liberals are going to go against it, but mm. you can actually spend some of that money for small things like, a lot of things get noticed, like 
there's a lot of people in Australia now that have housing that are in vulnerable areas, whether it be flooding, bushfires, and their insurance premiums are going off the rail now. Where or the drop or of insurance levels is crazy because they can't afford even, it. Or that it's not letting, they're not even giving insurance. They're not even giving insurance. Well, they might, but at like a really high rate where it's no, not viable are, anymore. Yeah, but so are. people are taking the risk, which is a dumb move because it's progressively going to get more and more frequent. And we just know that this is happening. Yes. So how about the world is on fire? Maybe we can't fix it, but can we at least make it slightly more bearable for the people that are left behind? Mm. So you can use some of that money, curb inflation, and help the most vulnerable. And they're not going to drive up inflation contrary to popular belief. Yes. If you give money to poor people, it, they don't buy these expensive properties. They're, they're barely making their ends meet anyways. So it's not going to affect your inflation as much. That is the solution. Yeah. I That's remain pessimistic that it's not going to work, I'm though. I'm bored. Why not? Well, it, no, it would work. It's In just, theory. Th but the thing is, you really need to understand that over the last 10 years, because of the Liberals just stacking the housing market like that, and you can see it, just like it went up, I think, 15% when Labor was in or something low like that, and then it goes into the Liberal time and then housing doubles in just 10 years, right? So stacking it that way. Now, because of that, the lobbying power that the housing industry has, and I've talked to many housing economists about this, and they think that it actually outstrips the mining industry in this country. There are certain industries that you just cannot go against in this country and maintain government. It's not going to happen, especially when you're on a margin of one seat. You will get kicked out immediately, and the Liberals would be licking their lips if there was any correction. The only... Saving grace is if it gets so bad, and let's be honest, we aren't there yet, but if it gets so bad, it might end up being like Canada, where Trudeau actually did increase, uh, put in a vacancy tax and stop foreign ownership. Shit, and really? that has actually corrected their housing market. Wow, yeah. I didn't know that. And yes, and but it, it can happen. But the thing a is, lot of political a, capital exactly. For it. yeah. It's it's risky, and you can't do it until everyone's on page and everyone understands that, and that takes a long time and there has to be a lot of suffering hey what do you think about this this is going to be really communist i'm not suggesting that I do it but i think it's it's a just, good idea just call it marxist not you know communist. like uh, marxist so um <laughs> okay i honestly think it's lighter you know communists are heavy we should word. we should look at doing a little bit and here's the danger word we've got to combine the Wait, Chinese and the uae model together a little bit and i think it will do us wonders so the Chinese. Hey, I didn't know that Ali was a communist. Co Unbelievable. So the, the Chinese have, with all their flaws, they have one thing, which is that all of their private enterprises, which are multi-billion-dollar corporations, have a huge state representation. Right. So state the, the in an ideal world. In an ideal world, but just listen to me. I'm not saying that you do this. I'm just putting an idea out there. If you and and the UAE model is, you know, UAE is like they're they're oil-rich Arabs that don't have a lot of business sense, but their new businesses, like things like Emirates Airlines, even like these uh, uh, Premier League football teams like Manchester City, they're doing amazingly well. And so there's a, there was a big question is like, how are these guys doing it? They have no competence of business. And this is how they do it. They do two things. First, they do patient and long-term investment. And they do huge investments. They can do it because they've got oil money. However, it's still, they put in a lot of money they wait for the results and they make no management decisions whatsoever, even though they've put the money. They hire competent people and they say, 
I am not even going to tell you a little bit of how you're supposed to do it. You do it completely by yourself. However, I have a certain amount of stake in the company. So if, if God forbid, if Australia invests money into, priv- into the private sector, not in their management. So I'm not saying that bureaucrats are running private companies. It's being run by the private sector themselves. However, the state has a certain amount of shares in it. And we don't tell them. And so if we want, let's say, if energy companies are spending money on transitional gas power projects, as opposed to solar and wind, which is required by the world and the, the public, what we can do as the government at that point is, we can't force you to do this. However, we're going to withdraw our investments from this and we're going to put it into wind and solar energy. And they're going to say, that's a stupid move. You're not going to make any money out of it. As the government, we can say, we don't care. And once that huge chunk of money follows, so will these. Exactly. But we can't do it. This is a pretty... No, 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 no. But like, yes, no, but he's right. It's just, that's the answer. It's just, what can you do? Yeah. This is the whole thing. Is just once power is concentrated in a certain place, it doesn't relinquish. It takes generational transformation. I, know, but I don't think that's or, I don't th- or the the system is eating itself up to an extent where things become necessary to change. But I don't. Think that's when that, Australia yes. will do all of this. When of the course. situation, if and when the situation so untenable, gets so untenable that the ruling elite says, "All right, let's work around this." But I don't think the private. It has to be like uh, the companies have to have like state representation you can push things in a certain way it doesn't have to be that drastic like it literally can be vacant housing tax like decentivize having 20 houses like there's little things you can do yeah, yes but to- the thing is as ali's saying it's just it, it's on a cycle yeah but you can break the cycle you can no, no that, that's part of the cycle like you putting in those taxes right it will be there and then the government will come in and then they'll get rid of those taxes well, and the, the cycle continues. Well, if the continues. libs get in, you mean? Yeah, which will happen. What, do you think the next election? Not next be- election, but they'll get in. Right. It's just cyclical. Probably the next two or three terms we're safe, but... Yeah, but you think it's cyclical. So yeah, Ali's thinking about that would correct the problem permanently, but... Yeah, but it requires a huge amount of sacrifice from and everyone. And it's just, look, it wasn't, that shit wasn't flying in the 70s, let alone now. <laughs> but and this is the other thing, Ali, like, look... I know you love big Australia, but honestly, this is the whole thing that uh, corporations have figured out. The more immigrants that you just pump into Australia, uh, the more first off that they're just used to shit living conditions and they're just able to put up with this stuff anyway. But the second thing is you have ready-made labour that you can just jam in and replace the local population with and keep the machine pumping. Right. It's, it, these this are all temporary it. fixes. It's like when the balloon bursts, you put a Band-Aid on it, right? Yeah, yeah. And it does fix the problem temporarily, but then there's going to be a leak because the balloon's like kind of corroding a little yeah. bit. So you've got to like remake it. So does Labor have, does Labor have a plan? Public what? housing, that's their move. And then they've also got something else that I'm what, not allowed houses. to talk about and I'm just going to pretend. This is, this is the whole, there was a point in time. And the thing is, Public housing gets a bad rap because of houses here, and it was just for the bottom of the bottom. But in Singapore, for instance, most people are in housing really? condition. Pretty in much. Singapore? Like, it's just publicly built housing. Really? Yeah, and their publicly built houses, their lowest quality is better than the stuff you pay a million dollars yeah. for. In fact, here. you know what? That's one, interesting. Another cool thing about Singapore, not only do they just have public houses, but they have this crazy uh, policy where in, to try, because, you know, they've got, like, the mix of Chinese, Indians, yeah. and... 
So they what they've done is they've put quotas at all apartment buildings and it's distributed dependent on the population. So if there's 60% Chinese in the country, at every, whether it be yeah. a really expensive or really it's cheap, it's 60% needs mm. to be Chinese, 30% mm. needs to be Indian, yeah. 10% needs to be whatever. Yeah. And it stops ghettoization. It stops ghettoization. Yeah, that's smart. And it creates that unity because they Social have cohesion. a history of fighting with each other. So yes. they've mm. f- worked out solutions yes. to like, that's interesting. can we not do that? See, that's but again, Miss Love, this would all require a dictator. Yeah. It well, requires a curtailing of your freedoms. Yeah, Can uh, you live with that? Yeah, that's the, that's the question. But I mean, Singapore's a very capitalist, it's like the capitalist wonderland of the region. But see, like, this is the whole thing. You so can, are they yeah, a dictatorship? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, pretty much. Really? Yeah. You would that, call that, that a dictator? Yeah, yeah. It's an look, this is the whole thing. Like, look, if you uh, want to have capitalism, you can, that's fine. But you need to still have a very strong government at the yeah. top uh, saying, yeah, I, no, yeah. like these things need to be in place. Otherwise it's just like, the the, the the free market of it's just completely uh, random, right? It's like, oh, it's moving here. Oh, now it's no, it's not. It's not random, but well, it's just like if if but then. But it's being it's being it's being designed by private by entities. private entities, yeah. Which is what you get now, which is That's just not good. Un- a completely unaffordable housing, and it's unfair because yeah. it leaves the burden of fixing all of the mistakes of the rich on the poorest. It's literally the poorer you are, the more you have to sacrifice in order to fix the solution created by people that have to face the least amount of trouble for it. It's just fundamentally unfair. Sounds Mm. like very, Australia sounds like libertarian as fuck right now. (laughs) And in a bad way. I don't mean that in a good way. In a way of like, Australia brought to you by Maccas, you know? Yeah, well, that's pretty much it. But see, this is the whole thing. You can't, just forget the last 10 years and yes. use the Liberal Party talking point of you've got a new government yeah, now, you have to yeah, fix yeah. all this. No, I understand that. These things take yeah. decades yeah, yeah, to yeah, fix. Yeah, 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 this was By design. And once they go this far, it takes like much longer. Yes, so uh, yes. like I always give this example. When Kevin Rudd was the policy planner for Queensland, after Joe Bioki peterson was in and he just screwed up the state that much and he was in for 30 years or whatever, they're still trying to get the state back to normal now. <laughs> it's once it's entrenched, yeah. it, that's the hard bit to get rid of. Like mm. it's very easy to set the system up like that, and it's really hard to bring it back. Yeah. After because yeah, these not policies, switching a light. These policies, like when when Ali's saying all of this stuff, even if you did it tomorrow, like oh, th- you'd see the ramifications years down yeah, the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like all of these, actually, they're not even Scott Morrison's fault or Malcolm Turnbull's. These are like John Howard's policies. Yeah. That are continuing. So these have long repercussions, which is why, like, if what I'm saying, it will trigger a recession. For the next three to four years, life is going to be. But the problem is, like, you've got to look beyond just the medium and short term. In 10 years' time, it will pay you dividends. It will pay you dividends in the sense that we'll have a more equitable society. Where people will buy houses dependent on their needs as to opposed live to in. just yeah, yeah to live in. Yeah. And right now, if you want to get a house to live in, you are after renting in the worst position. If you are in Australia and you have this uh, ability to be able to buy property without having to live in that property, you are a king in every which way. You get tax benefits, you get equity to keep buying more properties. You buy your first one, your next one, and then the the third one isn't going to be one house, it's going to be two houses. And the one after that is going to be four houses. So you're just going to keep multiplying it, all of it tax-free. 
And they always say, well, if you cash it, then you're going to have to pay tax. Yeah, but like, who the hell cashes $50 billion? Mm. It just gets passed on to the next dip that that person <laughs> brought out from their penis. So oh, it just God. stays there. Yes. yes. And we're just like, yeah, well, you can keep making it. You know, that's the game. You won Shit. Monopoly. Is this what America's like? No, they don't actually have the same housing problems why, we have. Why is that? Is it I'm too- not particularly sure why. Boom. I don't know, but I just... Yeah, the, the, they've got other monopolies. Yeah. But housing isn't such a stranglehold. But, it, like, honestly, it has gotten to the point... Hey, this I've is got insane. To, I've got to take a little break. I'm sorry. One second. You guys can do that. <laughs> we all know what that is. And he's a, he's there we go. He's a, walking oh, right into. Oh no shit. no! He's actually he's taking a call. Yeah, yeah taking care of business. Go Dude, Ali. You, I thought he was taking care of business yeah, on the other end. Ironically, he's just checking his fourth house. See how it's going. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's got his real. You're getting screwed going. over anyway. Yeah, thanks for your address. See you next week. <laughs> See you next week. We're like, hey, uh, they uh, your tenants did, don't want to don't want to go with the extra hundred a week. Kick them out. Me, I'm trying to make money here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make a living. Um, yeah. Well, I think we all know what time it is then. You don't want him to be the spectator? Uh, I do want him back. to be the spectator. He'll, he'll be back in a jiffy. Everybody listening, hey, when we please do, wait for the next yeah, segment. Wait, wait. And when we do, you will not regret can it. Can I sit in that seat? Because then you can go close up on me. Absolutely yeah, you six, can. Six, You've six. earned it, my friend. <laughs> no, we can switch back. It's just that it'll be a good shot. Oh, yeah. Um, so and stick we need around. it. Stick around for a very esoteric skit that no one will know the reference of and that will inevitably boost the profile of a man that does not need or deserve that boost. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon we wait till Ali because then it'll go into it. But um, if he's ages, we can. But yeah, okay. All right, we're Int- putting down a five-minute count. Five minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he can sit um, there, I think, changing to yet another Pakistani phone <laughs> provider. <laughs> Sure. By the way, just just to change the topic, maybe you should show them on the thing. But like, I've been staring at that book this whole time, and I've just been periodically laughing. I just can't hold it together. Looking at each face, more stupid than the last. That'll have to be a segment for another time. But well, Miss, can you get a close up on me now, and I will show them. Yep. Hold on. You're on. You're on. And I do apologise because I am well aware that three quarters of you listen to this podcast, as you should. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. But you will have to bear through just one more visual, which I don't even think they're going to see from there. But if you can, Uh, please just focus on this man here. (laughs) Miss Love has a large book of musicians. Here, pass it I'll push it closer. There you go. Sorry, I even screwed up the camera. Oh, you do that? There is a man, for everybody knowing, with an ungodly kept beard. It's so <laughs> well kept. That guy right there with that level of plastic surgery that Bill Burr described as you have two options when you hit 70. You can either look like a 70-year-old or you can look like a space lizard. He chose the space lizard option. Oh, I Yeah, I showed both of them, but this is a... I think this will be a segment for... Maybe you should read one out. I don't know. We've got this book. Jordan was helping me move. And Jordan, being the comedian, saw one of my books and was just like, "What? look at this man's face. And then look at this man's face. And and I couldn't stop laughing. So I don't know. We'll we'll workshop it maybe. But like, I feel like that could be the new Bible. Because each page is just another eccentric musician's face going... 
Mm. And then like <laughs> what they like about music. I mean, that's content for days. There's like 200 pages there. Oh yeah. Like we've got ourselves another James Curdy Bible edition. Yeah. I don't know. Is there any Bibles that have the third? We're into Mormonism at this space. Yeah. We have a third Bible. We've got Curly somewhere in there too. We've just lost it, but uh, we can do that as well. Yeah, we are very respectful to our religion here. <laughs> the religion of who was it again? The guy from American Pie, Stifler. Oh, yes, that's yes. right. There's a lot of that's deep right. lore that, here that even we've forgotten. <laughs> Shout out FBI days. Now, now it's love, time. Please assume your position. Uh, I'm going to introduce taking them. on the throne. Should we switch. I'm yeah. going to. I'm going to introduce the next segment. Ali, yep. I think you know which camera to switch it to. <laughs> Camera number one. This is the introduction to a segment. To so a segment. stick around with us. Miss yeah. Love has in front of him chili oil. Can you hear me? Several chilies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, is this, are these on? Oh, no. heat. These, these aren't working? You don't need it. But they're not working? I'm just curious. Okay, well, we'll I'm asking the question. <laughs> okay, okay fine. That's uh, okay, I don't know so why the beanie was so needed, but because this switched. is this is a shout out to the duet boomer. This is like wearing green on a green screen. All so of this a sudden, is Miss Love has three quarters of a head. So this is so this is <laughs> this is a shout out to the Instagram page duet boomer, a man who doesn't need the. But anyway, Ali, the next segment we should get it going because <laughs> because it's called uh, it's called which one does he start with again? Yeah, that's right. Well, it doesn't need to be that. <laughs> oh, no, it does for okay. me. Okay. A red chili and some mamalicious chili <laughs> What are we doing? Oh. A green chili and some mamalicious chili Oh. An anchovy chili in some marmalade chili. Just so you know, he's got two more to go. How did the I captain. leave for five minutes and this <laughs> happened? His face is getting red. An anchovy <laughs> chili <laughs> pepper in some marmalade chili. Oh, you have to appreciate his commitment. He's progressively hotter. Oh. He's gone for the last one, as we all know. Small chilies pack the biggest and punch. And a bear dry chili and some marmalades chili. No. Oh my god, that's hot. Oh. Oh. What is going on? What is going on? Why are we doing this? Why are you willing to do this as well, Miss? I'm not. Now drop drop things to the. Wait, at least eat. Well, yeah, I'll put that up. But no, no, he doesn't swallow. He doesn't swallow. Miss, you okay? He doesn't see this. He's got to go for the bag. He doesn't swallow up. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, my God. He's... He's bad at all out. No! <laughs> no! I'd eat it, but he doesn't even do it, so... <laughs> 
So, oh, it's so hot. So, uh, am I playing the video as well? <laughs> Such a so, sit up. <laughs> so that was the uh, that was the photo. No, no, that's after. Just so everyone knows. So, just so everyone knows, uh, what came up on screen was a photo of Miss Love Bella Bragic uh, with the drummer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You want to we all back? met our heroes this week. Me, Dawkins, him. Yeah, so that was... The guy a, that I think is a replacement uh, to an original drummer. So that was a segment introduction. <laughs> because to bring it over to you, Ali, uh, I met the drummer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And they were, you know, chili peppers. So, <laughs> so I... Uh, it I'm, all makes sense now. Why did I question anything? So I met him. <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> I was so, hoping this. When we were thinking about uh, this, I was hoping that he had to tell this story with a burning uh, mouth. Well, there's like 10 chilies there. So, well, in homage to the red hot chili. This is the, the duet boom, Boomer suffers for his art. Really does. So, <laughs> I, um, so dude, get the photo up again. <laughs> so, just in case you forgot. Everyone just know, this is Miss Love's long-lost dad. So God, they look similar. Look at a picture. So online. I was walking, so I was walking down. Do you recognize that guy? No, but I know who he is. So I was at the pub and I was, uh, I was having a beer with a bunch of 20 year olds. And then they were like, I was, I was standing there, friends of friends. I barely knew them. And I was staring at someone playing pool and I was like, that's the red. That's the drummer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then because they're all Zoomers, they're like, ha, 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 yeah, and that's the that's that's James Brown, <laughs> and I'm just like, and what's James Brown? <laughs> coincidence, yeah. coincidence. But uh, basically, uh, you know, I I couldn't be bothered to 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 like attend their que their whims, so I just ignored them. I was like, very silly. Anyway, I don't really care about the chili peppers that much anymore. But like, so I was like, that's wild. But I just stared at him. I was just like, damn. More having these kind of like epiphanies of like, he might be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I might not be, but he's still standing on the ground like me. He pumps more durries than me. And he's belted like any other cunt in the pub or man in Newtown. So, you know, he's pumping durries all night, just like smashing them or whatever. And then... um. Basically, they're all just like, oh my, they start to, they Google it and they're like, oh my God, it's true. And they all start freaking out and just like, amateurs. <laughs> and basically, uh, God, that is intense. But so basically, so basically, uh, you know, I drum up the courage to be like, hey man, how's it going? Just wanted to let you know the first show I ever went to was a Red or Hot Chili Peppers show in like, I don't know, year eight or nine for the By The Way tour, you know? Mm. And he was just like pump, pumping and diary and goes like, he's like, it's crazy. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I know. And <laughs> he's just exactly like- exactly what Miss Love would say in yeah. that situation. And he goes, it must have been like 20 years ago. And I was like, probably, yeah, it was ages ago. Yeah, I was like in the state, like sitting, I could barely see you. I was in the state and just like, Right on. And then uh, and then I was like, you know, at that point making small talk. I'm like, so you're like playing a show here or something? He's like, yeah, Thursday and Friday. And I was just like, cool. 
Then we played pool for a while. Shut no the way. Yeah. Played pool Eight for a while. Was an understatement. Dude, how is your story of this so much better than Dawkins and Jordan? This is just me at the pub. And you know the crazy thing is, Ali? This happened like a month ago. I just forgot. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I just forgot. What? I you, forgot to mention it. You played it. pool with the Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer, forgot, yeah. and you were like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot and to you've mention been it. telling us all about brioche buns and <laughs> and red chili but so like yeah um and uh anyway so like yeah we shot the sh and then like you know after a while i was like well chad it's been great but you know like one of us has to leave so <laughs> i bailed on chad <laughs> and you know and you know what's you know what's the clencher of the story i was i left and i was like there he goes chad smith Rock and Roll Hall of, Hall of Fame. One of the biggest rock stars in the world. I'll never forget this day. Anyway. And then you forgot about it. No, no, no. Well, I did. I did. I, I did forget. I did forget. But, but the Tell crazy. <laughs> but the crazy thing is. <laughs> fuck. The crazy thing oh is. Oh my God, you're so hot. The crazy thing is. That, uh, and I'm not wasting those. I'm taking them home. But the, the crazy thing so is, uh, um, <laughs> that, so I was like, I'll never see him again. That's unbelievable. Like five days later or four days later, I was, uh, cause I was still living around in more then. And I was, uh, walking home with some mates and then they all went home and I was like, see ya. And it was like 3am. I'm like, oh, I gotta go to sleep. Like even the kebab shops were closed. And I was just walking. Chad Smith pumping a ciggy <laughs> at the front of a different pub. And then I was just like, hey, man. The just, other pub the last five days. Yeah, just a different pub. And he's just like, how's it going? I'm just like, yeah, good, man. I'm like, dude, you're like, what, like a good mate now, Chad Smith? <laughs> and I just can't help but think of the Simpsons meme. And I actually took a photo of him on my Instagram and put a still of the Simpsons episode. And it was, I just, I just couldn't not think of it. It's just like, Chad Smith still here? Chad Smith never left. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hanging out in Enmore for a week, pumping so many ciggies, just like pumping darts in his nikes. And so I was just kind of like, look, Chad, I'm really tired. Like, <laughs> I know that you're selling out stadiums upon stadiums. I know people would probably camp out to talk to you for one more minute, but like, what the hell else have we got to say to each other? You know, I used to like you a lot when I was younger. You're a pretty good drummer. Uh, I said that I seen you before. Like, I, I guess I could ask you about like how John Frusciante gets his guitar tones. But, like, I'm not that into the chilies anymore. So like, see, ya. I'm, I'm going to see if the kebab shop's open. Shit. The kebab was more interesting. Yeah, you and it was closed, but well, then I just and, went. And you did go back. Well, what the hell am I? No, I didn't. I'm like, oh, he'll probably be here next week. <laughs> <laughs> and then Someone I goes home. He's in the room. So and then it's, a later, man. And then at some point, uh, I think you no. Then I asked him to come on this pod. Damn nah, it. it's not a new town. Damn he it. Go. He wouldn't go. It's nah, not, dude, no. I sh I'm such an idiot. Well, yeah, well, that was yeah, we, that was obvious before you mentioned. <laughs> nah, dude, come on. Nah, he probably would have done it, dude. Yeah, for sure, he would have done it because he's like, no, and dude, when I was, because he knows, like, if that picture was there, he knows that you're his long lost son. <laughs> the picture is pretty good. Did the audience see the picture? Yeah, 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 yeah. pretty yeah, yeah. funny. So it pretty funny. Looks more similar to you than your dad, and your dad, <laughs> as we said before, 
you weren't born. You were just scraped off his back and put in a test tube. But I think they must have accidentally mixed it up somehow in the test yeah, tube. Yeah, with process. him. It's so, it, it, but it's, it was so he wanted it, to get to know you it, more. But, that, not no. a fan. It was not just, a fan of your own dad. <laughs> it was just so weird to like do that thing where like, you know, I'm hanging with a multi-millionaire. I seemed, I felt richer than him. You know what I mean? I still got my youth. I'm not a, addicted to ciggies. Yeah, but various women in their 20s were hitting on him the entire time. No, he was hitting on one girl who was much younger than him. All right, well, various is a bit of an understanding. Yeah, no, no, and there's, there's a couple of like... It's pretty depressing to know that you can be of one of the most relevant and recognised bands of all time. No, and then I, you get one I had to, at the bar. Yeah, and I had to like make the effort. Like not, no one else was really talking to him. I was like, Chad... It's crazy, dude. TikTok's ruined fame. Wait, what Doesn't about, matter anymore. What People, about the video that you were supposed to play? What's that? That's for a different segment. Okay, cool. Yeah, we got a lot of segments. Anyway, that's that. That so. was a really good one. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> Did you guys like that? Do you want to sit back here? I feel like you should. This is your throne. Well, if you want. We'll, we'll take <laughs> He didn't even resist. He's like, well, it is my throne. <laughs> this was in case I spew. Uh, well, look, well, that's you... not positioned in the right place, <laughs> but I appreciate the as usual effort, I guess. I will. Uh, <laughs> let's let's move on with the next segment, which is also related to Ms. Love. Oh, is oh should we? Uh, well, then maybe we should just break it up with this because I want to start asking the yeah, audience questions first before yeah, we get yeah, into that. Because that. Uh, all of this father-son bonding Terry? with yes, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it got me in a mood, and so I started talking to my dad. And he had to sign some documents for me and he was bored and we we're walking past one of those, I can't remember what they're called, like an arcade. You know, those places where there's pretty much just nail salons, a sushi place that you do not want to go That's to. That's an arcade. That's an arcade. And I've been to those. Yeah. Concrete floor with that nineties <laughs> pebbles in it still. No one's cleaned it since. And I was saying, wow, this place is sad. And then my dad says, yeah. I think I'm going to go to that acupuncturist in there. <laughs> and I said, okay, that's that's great. You go do that. Then he goes, yeah, I have to buy some underwear first. It's like, what are you talking about? And he's like, I'm free balling. He was wearing jeans. <sighs> and then I said, you're commando at the moment. And he said, I've been commando for the last 30 years. <laughs> and this man only has jeans. Oh, I don't so want to know. He's getting his dad dick right oh, up in the zippers. Oh, clip, clip, every day. And you know what I said? I said, isn't that uncomfortable? He said, quote, you get used to it. <laughs> and I said, why, dad? <laughs> what? Why oh. Oh, it's insane. <laughs> Why put yourself through all this pain? Wait for the reason. You ready for this, Ali? I want to watch the reaction, actually. He said, because I realize underwear is a scam. <laughs> what scam, <laughs> that's Dad? A man no, 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 from that's Dabble. not even it. That's not even it. What scam? How's the scam? The scam is, did you know this, Ali, that underwear costs money? <laughs> Too expensive. <laughs> and I was thinking about this. I said, dude, dude, I said, you're like getting 
people that get out of the clothes bin, like Saint Vincent de Paul, they have <laughs> underwear. Like the homeless man that we just walked past with a big issue. There's no way he's freeballing no right way. now. He no has way. that underwear on. Yeah. And then he said, been- yeah, well, they'd be a lot richer if they did it. And I was just like, dude, <laughs> it's like five bucks. It's five bucks at Kmart. Five bucks and like five the elast- years. Yeah, and most dads, I get it. They keep there and the elastic wears out and then they put the rubber band around it. I can I can deal with that level of cheapness. But then it just it suddenly hit me all throughout my life, that sponge story that everyone is so sick of in this uh, podcast, it all made sense. There's a reason that his nickname amongst his friends is Tight Ass Terry. <laughs> Amazing. I gotta know. What, yeah. I have to know. Guys, let us know in the community comments or the comments below the biggest tight ass you know. Mm. We're going to be reading out the comments next podcast and I can't wait. That'll be some good ones. Because then I just realised, like I was, I was sitting there and I was thinking... Maybe I've just lived in the eastern suburbs for too long and everyone's dad just looks like a slight shorter or taller variation of Malcolm Turnbull. And then I just, no, but that's not Australia. Australia is the man here now just being like, parking? No, I'll just park in Redfern and I'll walk. <laughs> that's Australia. You're yes. going to have some cheap ideas. Hell yeah. Is that just country Australia? Dude, my dad doesn't... There's, there's a thin line between country Australia and suburban Australia. Dude, well, my... it was until your family moved <laughs> in. Dude, my dad now refuses to go out for coffee because he's like, $4.50, not on my watch. Just come this, to But my that house. makes this, sense. That's this, just saving money. That's, that's apples okay, and oranges. Okay. You can't so say like... Okay. Underwear is four fifty, and you can wear it for 10 years. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. And also, I feel like... Underwear it falls into the need category. <laughs> you really it's think not so? Optional. I don't like the feeling of free balling. I feel really exposed to the yellow. What if there's like a terrorist attack? They're like, take off your pants. Like, no, no, no. Take them off. They're going to be a laughing stock. Yeah, exactly. And if you take them off, they'll just be like, oh, it's a homosexual. Kill him anyway. <laughs> exactly. If the, this is, you're playing with fire and he's played with fire for 30 years. <laughs> and gotten away with it. He's so lucky he didn't walk into Lint. I'll tell you that. How the, <laughs> man, Monas, Ali's favorite man, hey, would yeah, not yeah, yeah. have approved. He's <laughs> not my favorite man. <laughs> um, I just can't believe. It hasn't been long enough for oh. him to be my favorite man. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? How has he not had the something about Mary incident once? Oh, I'm sure he has. I think he just plow, powers through because oh. that embarrassment isn't worth the price of underwear. Your, your, your reproductive this is a man organ. who drives around in a BMW convertible? Yeah, that's him. Hey, you and, got that? And, and by the way, you just <laughs> fell into his lap, Ali. He sacrificed for that. Hold on, hold on. Say this, Ali, Ali. He deserved that BMW. Yes, he, oh, does. he did. And I want to, before I paint this picture that his dad is some rich man driving around this plush BMW, it's an old fucking. <laughs> <laughs> the one, it's a classic. The one that breaks down. Vintage, and I vintage. asked him. What year? That wouldn't go that far. Uh, I okay. asked him. It's not vintage. It's oh, the cheapest one. Shit. It's in the 2000, early 2000, late 90s category. <laughs> and so like, uh, I asked him, I was like, oh, this car is kind of old. Uh, does it break down often? Um, and he was like, well, that's why you got to know a little bit about it. <laughs> Dude, he, I think dad's, especially Jordan's dad, relishes in breaking because then you can fix shit right up. It's like... You know, I kind of get it, but I don't have the patience to fix anything. 
But I get like that like reward of fixing stuff. But like my dad does that. Like my dad was, I was like, I need a bike. It's not that, a reward. It's a need when you've got an old clunky BMW. <laughs> well, like my it dad. It looks great, but I can tell it's probably riddled dude, I've with seen issues. Him, he's, I've seen him fix his, his bike. I've seen him. Fi- Didn't he slice off his finger? Yeah, and kept going. Kept fixing. Straight after that, he's still I, uh, got dude, I, seven fingers dude, left. I asked him, I was just like, <laughs> did you go to the hospital? He's like, nah. I'm like. Did it hurt? He's like, yeah, there's not much feeling left. Just wrapped it up. Like, what? He's stoic. Hey, when we were moving out after the burnt down house, uh, <laughs> Miss was helping him move stuff out. This, this is an Aussie builder. Walks in. Oh, there's a massive sign saying, unbelievable. warning. Unbelievable. Uh, asbestos on the sign. He walks in, no mask or anything. He's like, come on in, miss. He's like, are you sure this is safe? He's like, yeah, yeah, it's probably just your warning shine. Yeah. Walks in, picks up a plank sheet. of wood. Sheet. A sheet of wall that has been exposed and very likely asbestos filling the room. Snaps it in half. Yep. Asbestos flies everywhere. Dad yep. takes a sniff. Sniffs it. Goes, and goes, yeah, there's asbestos in here. No. Still no need for a mask. No, but. he goes... I don't reckon it's asbestos. And I go, what are you basing that on? He goes, just doesn't feel like it. Doesn't look like it. <laughs> keep in mind, keep in mind, There's keep in mind. Forensics listen, officers listen, listen, in listen, there. listen, listen, listen. Keep in mind, as I got to the house, there was the man that did the, uh, you know, the insurance guy. Yeah. He was some big Irish guy. He looked like he should have been in a mine, an Irish guy. He was at that tree in front of your house. Nowhere f- near the house double industrial mask he looked like he was about to go in a nuclear reactor he's outside and he's just like Rachel, uh, you know I'll, be, uh, I'll get back to you on the information on how it's going obviously you have to survey first he was looking very worried about the asbestos <laughs> your dad's cracking sheets and just well, it's not a pizza. We can switch that, take that off the list. <laughs> what? And I was in a mask. And then after a while, I felt like a wimp. So I stopped going in with the mask. I just, I, you know what I did, truth be told? You know what I, you know what, and I didn't even, you know what I actually did? I held my breath. I went, <laughs> Terry was like, come on. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do it, Terry, let's do it. And I, was, and I swear to God, I was like, <laughs> and, then, and then he was just like, right, lift. I'm just like, Lift, lift. I'm like, and then I got out. I was like, and then we got it out. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we got it. That's what I did because I didn't want to look like a <laughs> truth. And you know, good move. I would have done the same on this because he looked at my mask and was like, bitch, pathetic. And oh. I'm just like, you know what? I am pathetic. You're breathing it in. You want to die. You got to, you know, he's a hard man. You know what he actually said too? What? I was like, what if it's asbestos outside? And he goes, my lungs, are, my lungs are already. F- and I was like, so, so what? You're just gonna make a morpher? So I'm like, so what? Your plan? You, you know, your plan's just to like not even worry about it. And he's like, he's like, he's like, at this point, if I've got it, I've got it. I'm like, well, but like, why don't you just not make? Don't push it further. And he goes, I've been uh, inhaling cement fumes, like cement, for twenty years. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, if anything is gonna, if if, if anything's gonna kill me. That'll kill me before the asbestos. 
<laughs> so what? He's taking this insurance bet on his lungs. Yeah, he's just and like Miss Loves. And mine. He's at it. And mine. I was. I was hey, not you happy. You can wear the mask if you want, mate. If you're a win. I wore it for a bit, and then I just couldn't <laughs> do it. It's like lifting furniture. And of course, this is this is the capitalist model in motion. The rich, you know, this guy, the rich guy's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah just go in there, and I'm there holding my breath, going like, mm, please don't want to die. Man, it must have been obnoxious. Me from my uh, getaway was. house for that month, yes, ringing you up and saying, "Is all my stuff out of there yet?" I know. I think I don't want it to get smoke damaged. And you wonder why it's my job's demeaning sometimes. <laughs> it's insane. Look, you know what? Just just to say this as well, Dad isn't overcompensating and just being like, "Oh, I'm so tough. No. I can just walk in with asbestos." He just is tough. Yeah, he is. He's tough. He's just such a man. He's tough, and his back's. Too right, isn't got serious back problems. Like yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he just doesn't talk about it. And just so yeah, I heard. On. I heard it from a different party, being like, "He, get, it's hard for him to get up in the morning." I'm like, "Well, I believe it." <laughs> <laughs> God, such boomer so, energy. So you gotta right, give them. They do soldier on. They do, yeah, man. man around, cut from I, a it, different cloth. It's inspiring. I'll tell you that much because it's just like, I got and it. it inspired you to get asbestos poisoning yes. as well. Yes. Mm. What a man. What a legacy. Our boys, we're running out of time. Should we do the misadventures real quick? Yeah, I've got a plan. There's so, it's so dense, the misadventures this week, that I say you read half now. Uh, I'll find it. Half mm -hmm. now, half of the up late. Because it'll take hours. Fair. What do you say? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Let's I'll just find it. Let's do the introduction. This if you want to keep listening to it, yeah, so become a patron. So don't read them all. We won't read them all, but just so everybody knows, this is Miss Adventures. We send Miss Love to an adventure once a week. Last week, just in case you missed it because it was in the up late, we got him to drive up to Bathurst to get a coffee and then come back home. <laughs> yep, it was. So <laughs> and this week, this dude, was an audience request, so make sure that you put your requests in the comments. So to give you an idea, look, that's the first page and that's how much there is. I wrote like a novel. Well, so, I'm glad. He so look, makes a lot of sense. He's so, a learned man now, so everybody. Just so you know we're halfway as you can eye it. Yes. But that's the first one. Yep. And then that's half. half. So just, just, just pick it at half and then the other half can be in the up late. I think that's a good incentive. That's how capitalism works. This week, the reason he is learned it is because we sent Miss Love to university. He's, yeah, he's uh, actually, he's a, yeah, hold that up. Here's an example of why. Show, show, go on him. He's just a little, just show him. Uh, immediately when he walked in, he came across the Socialist Alliance, the same guys that him. wrangled in Ali oh years ago God. and made him the treasurer. Still now Miss You Love, were the treasurer of... Yeah, oh, no. Miss Love is now the assistant treasurer. <laughs> so we got, what is it, ACAB? ACAB, all, all cops are... Of course, the starter pack, really, to go into <laughs> university. That's just basics. Height of intellectualism. Fix the rental, rental crisis snap rally. Well, I'm sure no. that this snap rally that is so well advertised on this Xerox will solve the crisis that we were just mentioning before. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> ladies, this is incredible. It's Send him to uni, and his task this week was to randomly walk in lectures... And just review the lecturer. Not just the lecture, just the experience. The experience. Sounds so good. I had some previews on the phone and I have to say, uh, I, I had to hang up on Miss Love because I was <laughs> laughing too much. <laughs> so that's what he did. He just randomly walked into any lecture room and doesn't just at random, <laughs> just pick a mix. What's going on today? 
Uh, you went into six of them. I no, went to six different He stopped at 7 I p.m. I left at 7 p.m. You Good did. on you. You soldiered on. I did. He rang me afterwards and he was just like, my brain hurts. <laughs> I was he tired. He learned too much. I was so much learning. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you pick And it, it made me realize as well, we are such chumps for paying to go to these lectures when you can just walk in at random and just get like, if you want a Bachelor of Arts, that's how you do it. You just walk into any <laughs> lecture at all. Save just your like, 40 oh, grand. Takes. Yeah, okay, quantum <laughs> theory, why not? Wait, wasn't anyone looking at you suspiciously? Why is there a Chechnyan warfighter in our classroom? Well, they're in the notes, but okay, yes, okay. a few people. Now they're very sympathetic to the Ukraine at the moment, so they were yeah, fine with yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now. So you just eyeball halfway, I'd say. All right. Or two-thirds, whatever. Leave and it. these are Miss Love's thoughts of the experience. <clears throat> Back to school. Going for quantum computing technology. This is <laughs> started off light. That was the first thing I saw. The first thing I saw was that. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not rejecting any building. That was my like, that was my theory. I was like, if I see it, I go in, you know? And, and, and mind you, when I started, I didn't realize. So like I started in like the east end of the uni and like, there's, they weren't the main lecture hall. So I was wa- I walked into some niche to the beginning. <laughs> Clearly, man. Yeah. But as he says about his abilities as well, and he's right, sounds about my speed. It's about time my country gives something back to me. <laughs> Nearly walked into a tute instead of a lecture. Well, you would have gotten exposed very yeah, quickly. I know. That, that look. First one. You walking in. And see, the thing is, you're wearing your hat frontwards, and if you just wore it backwards, you would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, like, Chad, Chad. Total, total camouflage. Your uh, camouflage during the mosque period was very good. But, yeah, this one was lacking. <laughs> yeah, shorts. Uh, can't find the bloody lecture halls. Maybe I can sneakily join one of these practical groups, make some flubber. <laughs> it, was all, it was all like labs and stuff, yeah stumbled into the law and justice building see man now there's a man that knows how to change disciplines <laughs> you're not getting any credit crossover for that look at this professional student here thank you there's a lecture going on but way too scared i can't go in a complete random not one student no uh prob an hour late into the lecture what the f- did i go into Okay, I did it. I'm in one. Some weird French teacher. I followed someone in. So you stalked students in. The, in the, this 30-year-old man. Wait, wait, wait. One second, one second. Do you know what course it was? Yeah, it should say. Weird French teacher. Was she wearing glasses? He. He. Oh, okay. He. Yeah, there's a lot of Frenchies teaching. Yeah. I have no idea why. Uh, Is it- I'm 100% sure everyone here knows I don't belong here. I'm quite... You were, I'm sure that you're overdressed for what you went to university mm. in. Maybe, right? but, but dude, it was a small class. They did. I didn't belong there. How many people? This one was like thirty people. I think it was a tute. I think this was a tute. Yeah, this is not a lecture. This is a tute. You It was a tute. The first one I think was a tute. I think it was a tute. There's two things that would have happened there. Either they just thought there is a homeless man that is walking around, just going to ignore it. And follow this Asian or woman in. there is a boy genius that has walked in and he's much smarter than us and he's like so alpha that he doesn't have to wear all of the um, tarakash that all the other students... He's got the vape. Give me that. Sorry, go on. Uh, I don't know what subject this is. Engineering? 
something in the sciences, this honestly might be a toot as well. If he asks me a question, I'm... It was a toot, I think, definitely. And then it says, recycling water. A presentation is due soon. Dude, I am so glad I'm not in uni. I'm stressing about an imaginary report. (laughs) (laughs) What? So they were saying, all right, so this is due Thursday. And you just thought you were having that bad dream of like, oh man, I need to study. It was like that. It was like that. It was like a bad acid trip the whole day. It was fucked. I was like, and the report looks complicated. (laughs) Okay, now I think you're just writing down what you saw on the chalkboard, are you? Yeah. Kinesthetic and thermodynamic data, did you use the design of the process? And then he writes, I don't think this is a Bachelor of Arts. (laughs) (laughs) this is getting a bit boring i decided to bow so you just walked out of tutorials mid i think i left that one yeah i was like i've got all the info i need for this class Dude, this is a weekend at Bernie's. You can't, I, I haven't you seen can't that. just walk out of you, Like, man, you're just walking in there like it's like your Homer Simpson being like, eh, she's some crusty old dean well, here. Yeah, like, pretty you, much. You just immediately assumed this alpha jock position <laughs> of college despite not being a member. Yes. I think I said what the faculty was. Read on. It was the School of Electrical Engineering and Telecommunications. My God, miss. Yeah, you you went... You went to the STEM area yeah, of UNSW. Yeah, I did. You must have been the only white man for miles. <laughs> I'm famished. Time for lunch. All this education takes it out of you. What did you have for lunch? I had the Chinese. It sucked. Yeah, it does. It Everything sucked. at UNSW sucked. sucked. I wish I got the subway. Didn't That's why everyone like. just eats the Max Brenner there because they're just like, well, at least it's like you can't go wrong with chocolate. And, I, dude, oh, yes, you can. Dude, I, went, I saw Subway and it ruined my day. I'm like, damn it. But anyway. This is the point where he got cornered by probably the same guy wearing dreads that got you, Ali. Just got cornered by the Socialist Alliance. Some good points. (laughs) Some were rubbish. (laughs) One of them knew I was... One of them was a Fredly Geordies fan that spotted me, asked, am I doing a misadventures? No, 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 he said this. He goes, he goes, he goes like this. He goes, are you still doing misadventures? And I said, I'm doing one right now. I'm on one. That's so good. I love that. (laughs) He pointed me in the direction of more lecture halls. I just walked into another random lecture. Dude's talking about chunking. I think it's a lecture on importing studying methods. Question mark. Important studying methods, yeah. I was so bad at uni. The idea of studying again would kill me. So many laptops. And this is the best part. He is walking into <laughs> quantum computing. Everyone with a laptop. And he's coming in with the misadventure monkey book. Dude, you guys don't know how good these get. It gets so much better. It gets so much better. This lecture is really for Jordan. Learning, memory capacity, etc. And then adds critical thinking after, etc. And it keeps going problem solving. You're learning like, no, no, actually, no, this is a good point to this one. This is what's amazing about this. Like originally, like it, it, it goes, every one of these misadventures has the same arc. I'm scared. I'm scared. Oh no, that's pretty interesting. No, no. All right. I've converted to Islam. <laughs> <laughs> they say they're good with trees. Um, George and Ali both did go here. 
That's true. Uh, it's a primary school teacher's shoot. So, they, my God, miss, you've done it all, haven't yeah, you? Like, yeah. you've got a sample. Everywhere. Everywhere. This was your ideal day. Kind of. It was fun. Weird, but fun. It's so many experiences, didn't you? Mm. You're all tuckered out at the end mm, as well. Mm-hmm. Just read into a lovely fella. His name was Mitch. You know enough Mitches, Mitch. <laughs> you don't need another one. He's just a collector of these guys. You know that old movie where they just preserve women in these test shoots? That's what he has at home. But all these like tradies with moustaches and short shorts being like, you want to play pool? It's like kind of the moment. Yeah, okay, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> He recognised me in the tutor and asked if I was studying to be a teacher. Naturally, I said yes. <laughs> I give you this. When street smarts makes book smarts, street smarts wins. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a boost juice on campus. <laughs> is this when you wa- is this when you walked into a tutor? Yeah, read on. He walked into a physics tutor and they're just doing a lecture. And he's sitting there obnoxiously slurping a shoot. So there's just that sound of, so anyway, as we can see, there are several different elements that we discovered. Like, I think this is where you should play that clip I sent you. Okay. okay. Actually, no, right, read continue. the rest of the page and then play that clip. I'm surprised you were on the boost juice and uh, what's it called? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Before you play it, Jordan, read first. Mm. Read the page. And then this clip is a preview to what you get if you sign up for Patreon, I guess. What was it? The extracurricular? Yeah. Play, yeah. If you sign up, this is what you get. You Eventually, at some point. We'll start. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. haven't done it yet. Yeah, yeah. But you're going <laughs> to... But you, we will. You're, no, he's back. We're we'll, going to start We'll get it. vlogs. We'll get vlogs yeah, of Miss Love's Miss Adventures. So wait, don't play it yet. Read on and then you can play it. Read the whole page. Next shoot is Political Geographies of Australia's Sovereignties, Nations, oh, Territory. Oh, no. That's the next one. Go on. Yep. Showing the clip of Lydia Thorpe going nuts in Parliament. Is that the one where she goes, I... Pledge allegiance to the coloniser yeah, yeah, yeah. and all her hairs. Yeah, yeah, it's that was ears, that. Lydia. Yeah, it was that one, but, uh, but this one's not that good. It's the next one that's better. But yeah, go on. This is essentially BuzzFeed the lecture, <laughs> claiming Australia has no right to exist. Uh, I had to sign up. This is. It's a good thing you went back to uni, Miss. I can't read this. <laughs> they made me sign my name. But I put a different name. Started so answering good. questions of the lecture. This might also be a trick. Now, the rest of this we are going to put in the upload. No, 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 but no, I just want to focus. Yet, no okay, yet. okay, but can Go we on. just zoom in on this? I know this one's going late, but Ali, you really need to understand what a great endorsement you and this podcast is. Everyone that's listening to this right now, you listening to this podcast you are getting a far better education on Australian politics than people that spend 40 grand at university for it. You know, you know why? Why is that? So I was in this lecture, right? No one was answering questions. I answered like seven. No way. <laughs> yeah. What questions were there? It was all about different political, like it was talking about <laughs> local governments. It was like, who can say who this is? And no one was answering. So I'm like, oh, fuck. Anastasia Palaszczuk. She's like, very good. And then, she, <laughs> and then she was just like, and then she was just like, who can talk about like, uh, who knows anything about D- uh, Dan Andrews, Dave Andrews. And I was just like, and I was waiting for everyone. She's like, anyone knows how long his term was? And I was just, uh, it has been. And then I was like, no one's answering. I'm like, I don't know. Like I was just, an- I think I said like five years. I was just answering questions. She was like, very bright student there. 
Isn't that amazing? Giving the me fact compliments. Giving a compliment. He just walked in randomly to a lecture. And this is incredible because like, if, if you are a new listener, just know this. This is an ongoing joke of this podcast that once I got Miss Love to do a political video and I got him to ring up someone in Labor and then he said, so you guys are the LNP, right? <laughs> Which is the Liberal National Party. Starts with L. Their arch nemesis. Starts with L. Yeah, it starts with L. And so from then on, we'd be calling him the Chief Political Correspondent of Friendly Geordies. Chief Political Editor. Editor. Sorry, my word. Like, he's above all the other correspondents. He's keeping them in line with his Mm. extensive knowledge. We're always making fun of him for his lack of Australian political knowledge. And even him was trouncing over all these students... And the lecturer. It was crazy. At university, he knew more than the lecturer. Seven questions I answered. That's crazy. Isn't that that is the best endorsement for this podcast's existence I've ever heard? What is this lecture where they're like, how how long was Dan Andrews' term? Yeah, that kind of. And there was all these questions about just all this stuff about Australia, and I just like I nailed it. That's insane. That's but he's been studying for five years for yeah. that test and it paid yeah, off. But read the next one because that's the video. I think that's the next one. Okay. But I just need to say that it is hilarious <laughs> that that random 30-year-old bald man walked in and the lecturer is this old chick from Balmain with spectacles yes. that adjusts them and says to Miss Love, I think you'll have a promising career in politics, <laughs> young man. And I'm like, thanks. Yeah, I'll sign my name. I just put my brothers. <laughs> <sighs> All right, well, I ended up answering a bunch of political questions. No one was answering. Felt bad for the teacher. <laughs> and the best thing, obviously, he hates it because it's just like it is truly like when 2GB is always asking what are they teaching kids in uni well Miss Love knows and let's be honest it's like it's SJW points badly expressed that's what they're learning that's their education it's scary it's actually really scary Um, but anyway so obviously Miss Love hated this teacher but he still felt bad for her because of how bad it's like me and Dawkins all over again you know and then I chimed in with all of the classics. Palaszczuk, Dave Andrews, Papua New Guinea. So they didn't even know that well, she, Papua New she Guinea... She was like, what's the main region that Australia controls out of, like, Australia? And no one said anything. I was like, Papua New Guinea? She's like, very good. <laughs> <laughs> so then he walks out of that feeling cock of the walk. <laughs> the immediate ducks of the class. Yeah. Walks out and then says, damn it, there's a sick-looking lecture on Mars happening, but it looks completely full. Oh, oh shit. You gotta, we got to do a few more pages. No, nah, we can't. we got to no, go no, to no, no, no. it. A few more. We have to. Okay. We have to. This and the next one. I made it into the Mars one. Yes. Damn. You and that movie about the Martian. <laughs> go on, go on, go on. I think this class is of kids is literally flying to Mars all the slides are of rockets to Mars, schematics, prototypes of rockets. I'm going to Mars, boys. <laughs> Dude, it's that Lemmy sketch of DD, like in the cardboard yeah. box, go to space. Read on, read on. This unit is called Laboratory Workshop Introduction. These nerds are literally building functional robots to fly to Mars. Sick. See, this is another point that he made. Like, it's so true. Guys, what conservatives say about university is so true. Like, really, STEM subjects should be completely subsidised by the government. And if you're <laughs> stupid enough like Ali and I to do, like, a Bachelor of Arts... And me. I have a BA. You, 
we all should be paying full price. The government should be subsidizing a cent yeah. to learn this shit. because he was just saying it. It's such a good contradiction. He was just like, when you go into them, you realize you are walking out of a university lecturer when you go to the STEM subjects. You're walking out of university, tertiary education. And when you go to arts, you're walking into a YouTube video. It's a bad YouTube video. Bad YouTube video. But do this one the next one, then we'll finish because you got to do it. The lecturer seems to be the head of FB or some of some uh, yeah tech millionaire it's only hit me now how hilarious this situation is <laughs> just now yeah <laughs> you're such a you should not be learning how to build robots to go to mars <laughs> oh my god your former housemate should be i'm in, i'm in a, <laughs> i'm in a lecture of groups of buildings robots for bars exploration i clearly don't belong it here i'm not in anyone's group because i'm not actually doing this course i'm kramer at this job lol I wish I did this course. Best, Mar Best Mars Project winner of UNSW. What are you talking about? I don't know. You just got too excited. Yeah, go on. He's literally flashing up the team names now. Um, I'm not... I'm literally Mr. Burns in school. So, so everyone else there was 18. Yeah, yeah. I really hope he doesn't decide to break us into groups right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop giggling to myself. And then he writes in capitals, this is retarded. Oh, my God. But it, th th go on, they go are on. not. Go okay, on, but on. I just, yeah. Writing this down in this book right now in a class for robotic sciences. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Learning really takes it out of you. When are we getting to the... Keep when on. are we getting to the boost? We, next, we, next. We can't miss. Do you it, just do keep it, saying it. the next one. No, like... The next class, I mean. Just keep going. Okay. There's heaps more. Laser cutting, 3D printing and biting. The dude said I wasn't expecting so many people here. I don't have enough task seats for you all. Man, I should have done this nerdy Looks fun as f He's going through the safety requirements now. The next kid to the kid next to me starts reading my notes. He's on to me. Better stop writing for now. Okay, I got my boost juice and walked into another random class. Let's, wa let's watch this might have to be the last class. It's not. What is this number? Four or five of the day? I think this is a design course or something. South American teacher, let the insanity continue. This is the one that you have to read. Now, put it on. Yeah, no, no, yeah read it. And then read it, it and then I'll put it on. Last okay, one, so this, this is the course. is called Photovoltaic and Renewable Engine Engineering Applied Photovoltaic. So he's learning how to build batteries, Tesla batteries. batteries. Today's lesson is PV system components. Ah, a, an easy one to start <laughs> off with. Ah, well, I had an introduction to engineering earlier today. I'm sure I'm up to speed. <laughs> Damn, these kids are smart. Interesting to get on, uh, an insight into a real university degree. Also, once again, quite ridiculous that I'm here writing this in this absolutely fried book. Now do we play? Keep going. No, miss. Going. Okay, just play it. We're in the we're in the place. We watch this. We've got to keep some for the upload. Oh, well, anyway, there's a, there's a, I write about how funny it is that I'm drinking a boost in All this right, class. Here we go. I know you can't hear this, but so these two terms are very very frequently used. <laughs> this is insane. Uh, 
And as we use the battery, charge battery, as we use the charge battery, we extract the charge or out of that, right? So the, the percentage of Here. the capacity that is withdrawn from the battery is called just the depth of the charge. So for example, if we extract 40%, uh, 40% of mm -hmm. the capacity, so depth of the charge is 40%, and state of charge is just one minus that. So 40 is out, 60 still remains. So what remains is the state of charge. <laughs> 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 the monkey point. <laughs> oh, so I explain, I explain that more. But if you want to go to the up late, that you'll have to sign up to see. We're more, going to the up late. It, gets, it gets way better. It gets more insane. Believe me, it gets. Well, that's a great teaser. Make sure that you sign up for that. And if you have a job that you would like Miss Love to help you out on, let us know. Right to the podcast email. Work experience. If you, you have to be in Sydney. Yeah, we're going to give Miss Love work experience. And there's going to be a reverse of misadventures where you are going to grade him on his performance at the job. That sounds so... Dude, Miss Love, round of applause. Well done. <laughs> well done. He's far more educated than us now. He has seven or eight degrees. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week. Uh, Join the uplake. Trust me. Appreciate your love and support. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.